Ladies and gents, you're with Adrianosaurus, the coach of the Chevy Bevies. I had to go with the Raiders players. Rapana Rama Last year, Rapana Ramarana. I don't know what it was, Rapana Rama. Um, and I just thought this year it's got to be one of the newbies because the Raiders are bringing in also young talent this year. Everyone's got his tip for the spoon, which I'm wearing my Raiders shirt at the minute saying F you to all those haters out there and doubters of the Raiders. No one had us making the A last year or the year before, did you? But we made it. And it's time to... Oh, look, even if it is a transition year for the Raiders, oh, there's some real talent there in that youth. And I'm, I'm happy to miss the eight this year in a rebuilding year as a Raiders fan, eh? I mean, of course, you like to see him get the eight, of course. But I, I just love the talent. I've watched him in the Reggies. There's some real talent in there. Chevy's in the team. And he's going to be the team name as well, Chevy Bevies. I'd love to have a bevy with Chevy. If he's ever out there and he listens to the podcast, mate, let's have a beer. Yeah, champ. I reckon you're going to be an awesome player in... In, uh, the years to come. Now, this is the Front Row podcast. You heard the song, Front Row. It's boring. Look, I, and I, I should start the podcast by saying I, I'm not listening to a friggin' podcast all year long because uh, this is my strategy this year and I'm just going to be, that's my point of difference to other podcasts. I am not going to go on a guest um, spot on any podcast and they can ask all they want, not that they'd want me because... Why would you? I'm a loose unit. But I want to say no, because I don't want to be influenced by them on who I pick. And, and if you think one of my players stinks, I don't want you to, t- 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 to like put doubt in my mind and make me not go with my gut feel. And I'm not going to have anyone on my show because I don't care about their opinions either. No, I'm only joking. I just, that's the deal. I want to be a solo podcast all year long. I'm not going to listen to anyone else's podcast. And, 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 and quite frankly, listen to them. Not me, because their podcast has big teams on there. It's lots of different points of view, and I feel like they might agree with each other a bit too much. That's my personal opinion, and that's why I'm going solo. I'm not going on as a guest or anything, because I just want to go this year organic, just organic Edo. I want to pick the team, and I want to go and pick who I want every week. I don't want anyone to trick me into picking a shit one. I don't want to doubt myself. I'm just going raw. Oh, just full throttle Ado all year now full throttle uh, full throttle Ado in the front row pretty bloody boring honestly and 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 not listening to any other podcasts on who the player you should pick this that and the other 
All I can say about front row is it shits me to tears. Oh, mate. Every year, it's just an absolute bludger of a position outside of bloody Hass and Tino for Sumalawi, and that's why they were in the song. Because, look, honestly, uh, get one of them in your team. Oh, you know, if it wasn't for the bye for the um, Titans, I'd be all over Tino this year ahead of Hass. You know, Hass has had a couple of injuries and that, especially if T- uh, TPJ goes there, I'm sure he's going to play prop. So maybe Hass doesn't get all the minutes we thought, hoped if, if Tino's on. But I think Tino's going to be later in the year anyway. So just on Hass versus Tino, I probably naturally in the front row where I'm not going to get too creative out of the t- two starting position front rowers, I'm not confident in playing my reserve. Hence, the draw early makes a difference to me. You know what I mean? I'd go on Tino if he didn't have that early buy. But... Tino and Haas, I think they're interchangeable. And if I were choosing, and just say that neither of them had a bye till round 10, I'd go Tino. Jewel, and I just thought he's added other feathers to his cap last year, the offload, and I reckon he's going to get better in the years to come. And not that Haas is not getting better, but you're just going to get the same great stuff we already know from Haas. And I feel like Tino, super coach wise, he's getting more super coach stuff to his game. So I, I would not be surprised if Tino's a top scoring or top averaging front rower this year. I mean, of course, probably Emil Haas, isn't it? Unless there's a bolter in there. Um, but I, I, I really think that Tino, if, you, if you've got a strategy where you've got a playable reserve, for instance, I don't mind a little sneaky take Tino instead of Haas in the front row. Now, I haven't even gone through all the other names, but that's just my overview of front row. My song says... Just, I don't want to trade in there a lot. I, I, look, if one of them's on a buy and I've got a playable guy for 40 on the bench or whatever, that'll do me because it's 40 if you've got him on the bench, uh, someone who can get 40, versus your 60-point you know, starting front row if it's not Hasseltino. So you're only losing 20 points if you've got a 40 on the bench. And that's that's enough for me. Who, who else do you want other than Tino and, and, and bloody Hass? You know, so my point on front row is I just, whatever I've got in there now on the setup, if I've got a couple of cash cows and I'm going to hold my fingers crossed that they make enough money for me to upgrade them to an actual better player, a bottomed out sort of better player or something. Um, But I want essentially just two guys in there that I think are going to have good years and I can just have them there the whole time. And hopefully I can fatten up me cows on the bench, you know. Uh, That's sort of my loose strategy on it is just, I want to think about how can I start the year with a couple of, you know, decent enough front rowers in there and, and, and something I can have on the bench in, in, in equaling not having to make as many trades in there that I know I, pl- I had to do too many last year because I went to, you know, I went a couple of middies and I went mid-central, you know, I tried all of that stuff, so... And then, of course, I just made... I had to break me team to get in hassle, you know, and I don't even think I had Tino, but my point is... If I can make no trades early in there, you know, get to pick the right cows and have two sort of humming along starting front rowers, not pick me reserves on the bench, you know. If I can just play me two front rowers and that's all I do in the front row, pick the two starters and then go pick the other high, you know, ceiling position players. So that's sort of the build I've gone. Not listening to anyone else's opinion, not going, oh, I think Spencerini is going to have a huge year. People are going Spencer and Flegler. Now, that's a bit too cheap and nasty for me, you know, because front row is really annoying. And that, I think, if you've got Flegler in there, you get suspended for five weeks. You know what I mean? That's a possibility with him. He's a hothead. And, and you don't even know, because it's a new team, what's going to go on. 
for minutes, I, re- I reckon he's probably going to get 45, 50 points probably in there safely. But, oh, mate, if you're relying on him as one of your starting... And, and Spencer, who could just be getting... A, you know, he's a bench. Benchy, they've got a really stacked forward pack. So I don't know if there's minutes for him there to be a big... I don't think it's going to be much different than it was for Penrith, to be honest, from Spencer. That, not this year, I don't know, but that's the feeling in my waters because they've got a really stacked forward uh, bench. And Flegler's just a friggin', you know, liability. If, and, but you, if you had an injury-prone one, it's the same sort of thing. You know, um, I'm, you pick Lolo in there, but what's going to go on with Peyton and the way he uses minutes? There's lots of questions about all of them. But Hass and Tino, Tino's got to buy. But, you know, those are the guys. So if you're going to have one premium, yeah, take a punt on a Flegler. You know what I mean? Or take a Moses Leota. Then one of these 40, 45, 50 if you're lucky. You know, for, for that basic money, if you if you plug them in with a Hass or a Tino. But I don't know if I like Midi Midi. That's just me not listening to any podcasts or any other opinions. Now, let's start at the most expensive and we'll talk about most expensive down. I'll tell you whether I like them, whether I don't. You can find out how, how I've got in my setup in... The bloody dead set, boring old front. Don't make any trades in the front row if you can help it. I'm going to try my best not to. So let's move it on to the most expensive front row up. Oh, I didn't mean to press that button, but it probably actually fits actually with the entry to the segment. Uh, The most expensive guy in the front row is Tino. That's why he got in the song as well. Look, I'm going to stay away from him because I've got a very skinny bench. Now, I've gone for two competent front rowers and because I've gone with two competent front rowers and cheap and nasty on the bench, I'm going to skip Tino, you know, because he's got that buy, you know, and if it was if it was round 10, I'm taking Tino over Haas because he's just got so much coming in his game. I'm loving everything I see from Tino. What a weapon. And and the super coach stuff looks good to me for a, a grow year. I'm tipping him. There's Ado's hot tip for the Ado's hot tip for the starter first before the season starts. Tino easily 10 points clear, I reckon, of Haas. Uh, best this year. But he's got a buy in round two, so Look, for me, with my build, it's got to be Haas over Tino. So there's the, the first player in my team. I've gone with Haas. Because I've got a skinny bench, I'm going with Haas over Tino just on that buy alone. Now, if I was having a bit of a jibe there at, at, at Spencer Lino in his minutes or if a Flegler, I don't know how much money you really want to spend in the front row. Like, you know, if you've got a premium and then a midi, that's fine, I guess. And, and, and maybe a 300 on on the on the bench. That's that's fine if you want to play one of them. If you go and take Tino and and you you really want to play one of your benchies in round two, that's my problem. I want to start the year well with two guys I can play in round one and two, starting front rowers, you know. And I'm going to have my cheapies doing what cheapies do, never getting selected if I can help it, and just fattening up. That's that's the build I've gone. Now I would take Tino and play. I, I might be a little bit of a risk it for the biscuit type person. Go Tino. If, I, if you believe everything Adrian says, how awesome Tino is and where his game's going to, he's going to be 10 points clear of ass. You know, you could just be like, well, I want to go with, with Tino. Yeah, I reckon he's going to score a 150 in game one of, of the year. And then I'll take him in the buy and play Lenu. You know, you can, if you're a risky, risky player, do something like that. If you're just going a, a conventional build because front row annoys the living hell out of you, like me, Hass, I think, because of the no-buy, has to win. So he's my starting front row. Now, he's number two on the list. It all looks good for me. 
Uh, TBJ is not going to be till later in the year, I hear. So I think he's not going to hurt Hass's minutes at all because he's not going to be there to start the year. I don't think there's any reason why you couldn't go him at 750, which is cheaper than Tino, and there's no buy. So, um, you know, there's no buy till like round bloody what is it where, where, uh, you know it's late ye- early year round tails it's his early draw is terrific for playing him every single game which has to have him over over tino if you're going the build like me so i'm gonna say i think on the build i'm liking for this year has has to win over tino now number three on the list is if you're a real sort of you know, potty type hunter, you can go with Adam Fadua Blake. Now, would you go him ahead of Hass? I don't know. You know, Hass was better than him last year, you know, and, and, and look, I think that Adam Fadua Blake, you know, is is an absolute weapon. You know, like, I just feel like he can match it with Hass, but you, why don't you just go Hass? You know what I mean? They cost the same. It's 10 grand. So, yeah, if, if Adam Fadua Blake has a year like you know he's got, and and even sort of what he did last year was so close to this. Why well, he's so close to Hass's price to start this year? Yes, you can. If you don't want to go, Hass, you could go for Adam from the Black. I think he's every bit nearly as good a front rower. You know what I mean? But because he's nearly as good, I'm just going to go Hass because he's 10k cheaper. The early draw is lovely, so I just wouldn't understand unless you absolutely hate Hass and the bloody Broncos. I don't know. So. I'm going to say no on Adam Fanua Blake because, you know, I only want one premium. Tino loses it because of his buy. Adam Fanua Blake loses it because he's a try-scoring front rower and he could go over for tries. So there are weeks where he will outscore Hass, I think. But I don't want to make trades in there and I just think Adam Fanua Blake has to do his absolute bloody best to match Hass, if you know what I mean. So why not just... He's the OG Hass, you know? I want to have him because he costs the same and I'm just going to have him in there instead of hoping that Adam Fanua Blake does as well. All right, number four on the list is Joseph Tuppany. And I'm a Raiders fan, up the milk. But no, I'm not going to go for it early. I really think that it's a year for the Raiders with the amount of youth and I don't think that's going to affect Tuppany. I think he's going to have an absolute ripping year and take the team on his back. I think he's the captain really now in my opinion, and and, and I just reckon he's going to have a ripping year, but I don't know how quickly it's going to start, if you know what I mean. I think the Raiders are going to take a while to gel, and he might just have to be sort of uncomplicated Joe, you know, and just run the ball and try to bend the line. You know, I I just don't know if I'd be taking any punts. There's cheapies, the Raiders, and that's why we like them, but why would you be spending up on Joe at 656? You know, if if you're not good, if you if you're spending six fifty six, I feel like you might as well go two middies. You know, go Cotter and Flegler. You know what I mean? Like if it's gonna be, you know, and I, I even think, well, if you like if you like Adam Fanua, Adam Fanua Blake up. You know, that's it. Go them if you're gonna go an expensive one in the front row. If you're not going expensive, you might as well go Cotter down. That's my opinion, and that means. I don't really love Mitch Barnett in there for this year. I think that, you know, they've got, um, you know, Capewell's gone over there as an experienced old head, and I just don't know how quick the year starts for Mitch. Um, it's just too risky because, I don't know, it seems like whenever there's someone's minutes to go down or to be cut or whatever, it seems like he's always in there as the, in the chopping block. If he plays the minutes, you know he's going to score extremely well. I just don't know if I trust the minutes. 
Uh, Junior Paulo, I'm not, you know, like, yes, I think that um, the Bulldogs is a nice matchup for them um, first game. He's certainly a, a very good, good front rower. Um, I just don't know if he consistently is going to be able to match it with the big boys. I think he's going to be 20 points off the big ones, you know, and, and I just think, um, you know, I, I told you, I'm going to, I'm going to go, you know, a good one and a, and a sort of a medium one. I'm not going to be spending that sort of awkward price of 577 for Paulo because he's just a bit of an enigma, you know. He, he has a bad game in him every now and then. He has an absolute ripping game most of the time. But I just don't know if, if I want to hedge Oh, I don't know if I'm clipping my little carriage into that train or that Paulo train this year. Um, Blake Laurie, you know, I think he's on for a big year this year, personally. And at 565, if you're a Dragons fan, I don't mind a little pick on him this year. I just like the cut of his jib. He's got he's got some personalities. He's, he's, he's a cult hero in the making, I reckon. If he's not already to Dragons fans, bloody good front rower. Blake Laurie, there you go. I don't hate it. No, but look, I'm not going to pick him. Not for five six five, no. I wouldn't touch the dragons, and I, and I don't even love Joe in an inex, uh, Joe Tappany in an inexperienced Raiders team. Mo Fortawaka, I think, is a very good front rower, and he's he's getting better and better. But I just don't know if um, I want to go no frills like that. I don't think he's. I think he's got a lot in his game, and he might turn into a super co- extra super coach friendly. I think he's got a really good super coach friendly game already, but. No, I just can't do it. Jared Wallace, I can't do it. I'm not even going to talk about it. Yeah, uh, Perseca, oh, I can't do it. Max King, shout out to you, the Whisperer. I know you love him, but I'm not going him. No. Jake, oh, mate, he's like a bolt, a rusted on bolt. Isn't he in that team? You just know what you're going to get with Jake. It doesn't look good, but he's just going to hold. He's going to hold it strong, that team. No, look, I'm not taking Jake this year. He's too far off the top, guys, you know, for me. He's a bit too no-frills, Jake, although famously he came second in our average. Well, that year there was uh, Volandi's ball, but no. I'm not going to touch Jake. Lindsay Collins for 544. I think he's a bloody... He came on in leaps and bounds last year, but I just feel like, um, yeah, there's... A few front rowers over there with Spencer going over, and I don't know how the minute share is going to be with that stacked pack. Although I think he's high on the packing order in there because I think he could be their sort of main sort of front rower now. But the next guy on the list is who I've got in my team. Yes, it's Ruben Cotter. Now, I didn't have Ruben Cotter in there because I had Haas and I was had a medium. I think I had Moses Leota. I was like, meat and potatoes, mate. And I think Moses Leota is getting better as a front rower this, you know, in, in the years over the, the last couple of years with them. I think he's getting more and more responsibility every every year. So I think that this year he might actually have a little bit of an uptick. Maybe it's not meat and potatoes 40. I think he could be 50, 55, maybe. There you go. Little little light tip from Ado. But that's what my original build was. As soon as Cotter was made captain, I was like, yeah, I'm going to go with Cotter because I just had enough money in the kitty. Uh, and I just felt nicer to me, you know, with the cheapy bench having Cotter in there instead of, you know, 400 Flegler who could get suspended in round one for the next 10 weeks. Ruben Cotter had a bit of an injury-plagued year last year. Now, look, if he gets the minutes, he scores really well, you know, and I think next to Haas in the front row, just pick them every week, and it looks really good for me. And that's the plan, really. The captain says to me, I think he will get the minutes. I think that, you know, they're going to, probably Lolo's dialing back, you know, and I think that the, the that Cotter is in. 
and, and, and Lolo is out on the captaincy at least as well. And I think in uh, minutes, he's going to be fine on the minutes. Now, hopefully he stays injury-free because that's been a little bit of a concern for him over the last few years. And there is a risk uh, in that field. But I just think he's going to be very safe for sort of 50 to 55. And if the minutes are good, which as a captain, you know, I could see maybe getting some minutes, maybe. You know, and if he gets good, good minutes, the score, it'll be a nice, nice little surprise, I think, for 542,000. It's a good sign t- for me, you know, when they made the captain. So I'm going to go, as soon as I saw that, I was like, I'm getting him in if I've got the funds. So there's the front row starting for Ado. It's Haas and it's Ruben Cotter. Christian Welsh, no, not for me. Josh Papa, big Papa. Got a wobbly Google head papa here. I love him to bits, but I'm not having him in my team. Sipley, no, not for me. Clem, nah. Regan, RCG on Mo alone, have him in. I've made so many mistakes. Isn't it such a weird little sick thing? It made me sick in the stomach. I can't believe how many times I brought him into my team. Never again list for you. Nelson, no, but Nelson's a bloody weapon for super coach. You know, they start him in that second row, but I think he's going to be on the bench to start the year if everyone's fit. I don't know how quick. You've got to warm him up. You know, you've got to warm up Nelson, wind him up, and then he comes good. James Fisher-Harris will be meat and potatoes. And look, I feel as safe picking him as I do for Cotter. You know, I think he'll probably score around the same. I just feel like with Cotter being the captain, they'll do about the same. And then I kind of have a dream because he's the captain, he might get a bit more. That's why I've gone with Cotter. But, you know, for 515, that's a safe enough pick for what he's going to do. But it is going to be meat and potatoes. You can just plug him and Hass in. Plug him in and, and away you go. Do it. I don't know. Up to you. But, you know, I don't hate it. Oh, oh now that he's broken the try screen drought, No. Not going him. Oh, Stefano, he's killed me. I know everyone's saying he's going to have a ripping year. I know that I'm not listening to any podcast, but I, I am on the socials and I see, oh, yeah, he's going to have a big year. But no, I'm not going to be taking a risk on him. Uh, and look, we start to get down to ones that are sort of in the middies that I don't know if I'm going to take. Jolliff, Bromwich. You know, let's go <clears throat> from here. Pardon me. To ownership, because we'll get to my bench players. We'll talk about some of the cheaper options that we do or do not like. On the ownerships, obviously Haas, but then we've got uh, Fafida there, the Viliami over to the Dragons. Look, he's 28% owned, and, and the the chat is that he's, he's, you know, they bought him for good money, so I think he's probably going to start the year, at least on a bench spot. So placeholder, but looks like one of the promising ones, and, and in that team, you know, I think they bought because they needed something, and I think they're going to give it to him. So uh, if he starts the year, I don't mind him as a prospect, and, and he comes highly touted for a reason. Um, and... You know, for 204, you know, 400 or whatever it is, 300, I think he's perfect enough. I've got him on my bench. The next one on the list is Samuel Hughes there at 238,900. He's at 24.4. Yes, the chat is good on him. And as a placeholder, yes, get him in. He's the other bench option for me. So there's my front row makeup. Hass is my big boy, my midi, 
slash a bit of a luxury midi is going to be Ruben Cotter, the captain. And on the bench, I'm going to go with Fafita. And I've got the Hughes um, of the bull uh, of the Bulldogs in there as well. So I don't mind those as placeholders. Let's go down to the next one on the list, who was Ruben Cotter. I've got him in there as captain. As long as his body holds up, I think I like it for this year. Thomas Flegler. Now, I did make a bit of fun of it that he could get suspended at any minute. No, I don't know. But he's up to rep footy now, and he's an absolute talented front rower if he keeps his head straight. It's just a really risky sort of business. And on ownership... You know, people are taking a punt because he's 21.4. He's not a pod. Now, the price is good, 475. So if you're a risky player, have a risk that he's going to have a good start to the year. How many minutes is Bennett going to use him is the question. I don't know. I just don't know. There's not enough I know. And he could just go off at any minute. That's that's too risky. Spencer Lenu, oh, look, he's at 21%. But I just don't know whether you, what do you think is going to happen? I haven't got him. Might as well have a 200,000 because I think he's going to get probably around maybe a little couple more minutes. I don't know if it's going to be extra minutes over there. Tino at 18.9. Now, look, I did say if you had, ha- you know, if you wanted to go Tino and, you know, Liotta or Cotter and, and had, and you, and you went with, say, Spensolino on the bench, you know, Tino could be pod for Tino at 18.9% in around one sort of just obliterate your head-to-head comp, you know, by just going the less-picked Tino, you know? You might get off to a ripping start in the year, but, yeah, in round two, it's going to sting a little bit. You're going to have to play your, your benchy. If it's... I'm not playing that bench players that I have, you know, Hughes and, and Fafida, the, not the good one from the bloody Titans. It's it's the, you know, well, not... The other one's good, too, from the Dragons, but, you know, the, you know, not the expensive one is what I mean. I've got two cheapies on the bench, so I'm not going to be relying on it. Um, a Flegler type, um, and, you know, if you've got a, a, you know, if you're going much more or more expensive than I am on the bench, yeah, I don't mind a little sneaky chase at Tina because I think his super coach game looks like it's growing, in my opinion. Uh, Palasia is a good signing there by the Titans. Um, maybe that, you know, means... Minutes-wise, because I think he's a quality front row. It's a good signing there for them as well. Even Dez, who knows? Tino's the captain. Don't worry about him. Uh, no, but I wouldn't go him because you can't. Are you going to go with Titans in your front row to start? Unless you're, gonna, you're spending more in the front row, and it has to be Tino, not Palasia. You know, f- at 365. Fletcher Baker, he's a good player, and it's a good acquisition there by the Broncos. But at 311, I'm just going to go the cheaper ones. You know, I don't know if there's minutes... Terrell May, I thought, was really good last year. One of their best, in my opinion. But they've got a pretty stacked forward pack. And I don't even know if he's going to necessarily make the, the 17 in round one. But I'm not going to take him. Liam Knight, well, it could be a bounce back year. But what's it bouncing back to for 332? You know, I don't know if it's any going to be any different, you know, to a Fafita from the Dragons on the bench, maybe 10 points. I'm not spending anything on the bench, me, and I wouldn't start him. Um, Adam Fanua Blake, uh, you know, he's next owned on there at 8.6. Pod Hunters, and I, I said I don't hate it. I think he stacks up against Hass if he's working his ass off, which if you believe he will, um, I don't mind him as a little bit of pod action, and he's a bit cheaper. So, yeah, I, I don't hate it. For, uh, if you just don't want to go with Hass or Tino, you know, you like to play it a little bit different. I like it. He's a bloody good front rower. Try to score a front rower. Mate, he's a good front rower. Just don't know how fast he starts. He looked fit in training videos I saw in the background. Uh, Xavier Willison, I like him as a you know, prospect. 8.2%. He's not expensive. 265. 
Joe Tarpany, I don't know. This, who knows what the Raiders go? Everyone's tipping us for the spoon. Get the cheapies because they don't cost you a lot. But I don't know if I... And Joe will, Tarpany will just have a good year. It's not like he's going to ever have a bad game and score bad. <clears throat> but I just think you're going to get about the same points from him to start the year with our inexperienced team in the Raiders that you might as well just go Cotter, you know? Captain and cheaper by 100k. If you know what I mean? Jason Tomololo, cheap as chips. Can you believe it, Jason? Oh, Tomololo, what an absolute premium of the past. 7.1% of people taking him. Um, Look, he's looking fit. I don't know if he's actually fit, but he's looking good. The rig's looking good to me. But I just don't trust Peyton. And, you, you know, I've got Cotter, haven't I, as well. But I just trust the captain because he's the captain. Um, would I, and I just think I feel more safe on what Cotter, he's young and, and, and upcoming. And I just feel like he might just get the more minutes. He's got a bit more ball play in him, really, as well. So I just don't think he's... Tom is not going to get more minutes than Cotter. And I don't want to take too many risks on, on too many Cowboys in my team. They could do a good early draw, but not in the front row. <laughs> I'll have one of them. Yeah, so I'm not going to go Jason Tamalolo, but I understand the appeal because he is, uh, you know, he's got pedigree. I just don't know. I don't trust Todd, especially if the wheels start falling off, mate. Liam Henry is the next one on the list. Talent, but no, 238. Yeah, he's not expensive. Jack Hetherington, oh, mate, 267. He didn't even make any money last year, I don't think. 5.9%. I just feel like when you go Jack Hetherington, you always regret it. <laughs> you know, so I'm not going to do it this year. Miles Martin, cheap, cheap as chips. Um, if he jags a spot, you know, you can go him. Go for feeder from the Dragons, whoever you want. You know, we're getting down to Hammy Selly at 425. I prefer him to Lolo in a way. I really think Hammy Selly has really um, good super coach game. I think that he was targeted. They brought him. It was an aggressive buy. I think he's a really good acquisition for the Dragons. I like him. And uh, at 425, Flegler, you know, if he's around Flegler price, probably be, have more faith in Flegler than a Dragons player. But yeah, look, Lindsay Collins, people go on him for 545. I think Cotter's better. I said James Fisher Harris, meat and potatoes safe. I could just go him and and Lolo, I mean, and um, and, and Hass. And I, I, would, I reckon I'd just be happy enough with that if I did do that. But I'm hoping for just a tad more. Um, from Cotter, the captain. So, yeah, I, I reckon that's a pretty good strategy, actually. And if, it, if I was a safer player, I'd probably go James Fisher-Harris. Meat and potatoes, safe front row for 515. It's cheap. Um, you got the Fainu over there, you know, for the Tigers in the front row. You know, it's called position pending if they're picked. Um, look, Max King, there's 2.7% own him at 547. He's a, he's a talent. Max King, he's good. But I don't know if I'm going to be going him at 547 over Cotter. Jai Arrow at 466. He's looking good physically to me this year. If he can stay fit, I think Jai Arrow is a pretty safe one in the front row. Like James Fisher-Harris, probably has a little bit more to his game. Um, you know, and, and I don't mind Jai if he's looking fit and he's there for round one. Uh, <clears throat> 466. Moali, no, I don't know if I'd take a punt on him on the bench. Not, not, not quite this year. Totola. I like him as a player as well. And I think as long as he stays fit, Jai Arrow or Totola, at that price, he's a bit cheaper than Jai Arrow. I kind of think he's a good player. And I reckon I'd probably take a punt if I was plugging in a, a basic midi. Jake at 545. 
I don't know. Jake, I think I'm just going to go with uh, Cotter still. I'm not picking Jake. Moses Liotta at 444. So that's it. If you're going in the 440 range, you can go Moses Liotta. You can go Jai Arrow, you know. And, and, and yeah, I think you could go to James Fisher-Harris, you know, Hamaselle. You know, if you wanted a Lindsay Collins at 544 instead of a um, Cotter, go for it. I think whatever your persuasion is, there's a few interchangeable whatever your persuasions are in that price. But it's more about price point for me. Anyway... So there it is. I don't mind in that price point to taller in at four forty. Um, nothing else in there really excites me. I've got to be honest, and I don't want to talk about them. You know, I'm going to leave it at Moses the Otter. You know, I like um, Hamlin Ueli. I think as he might take on a bit more of a leadership role this year. I think. Um, and if he has a good year, I know he's on his skids a little bit last year. And I think for 375, I kind of think maybe even I like him more than Spencer. Lean you. Um, Cow and Hess, I feel like I, every time I go him, I regret it. I definitely do that about Rick and Campbell Gillard. Uh, anyway, I don't want to talk about anyone else on there. Tell me, is there anyone else? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not taking anyone else in the front row. I think I've talked enough about who I like and what my strategy is. And I think there are a couple of different strategies. If I just don't think you need to spend up too big in there. You know, you will probably have a Spencerlinu of the last couple of years. You know, and a Utikamano, the ones that just a real slow burn and they never quite make the money that you want. And just one week where you have 80K left over, you just pump it onto them and get them out finally out of your team. Now, um, my aim is just to plug in the early important rounds with Hass and Cotter you know, and a couple of cheapies placeholders at the minute for Feeder and Hughes. But a couple of cheapies on the bench and just pick Cotter and Tina and uh, Hass. Every, and, and if, you know, like I said, if you've got Spencerlinio on there and you want to go Tino, go in. But I'm going cheap and nasty. So Hass and Cotter, plug them in every week. And that's all I'm going to do to start the year. No trades for Rado in the front row. Because that was one of the things I was like, what are you going to learn? Because I write myself notes every year. What, what, what do you need to learn, Adrian, to take into next year to make your year better? I always say, Adrian, don't use your boosts too early. That was my first note to myself. Two was save trades, you moron. I did write that too with, with three exclamation points. So I will try to save trades. I will not try to haphazardly burn the um, boosts. Uh, and number three on the list was don't, Overtrade in the boring old front row. And that's what the theme of my show is. That's why I've gone a little bit more expensive in my front row two position. Front row. Done. There you go. That's my opinion. Just mine. Because I don't talk to anyone else about super coach. My other 15 personalities. That's who I talk to about super coach. Ha <laughs> uh, ha. I shouldn't make fun of it. That's a, that's a joke. It's a poor joke. I seem like I have that sometimes. Um, but anyway, there's the Front Row Podcast. I think I made it interesting. A very boring position in the Supercoach year. Most of the years, you know. Always trying to find a diamond in the rough. But anyway, love you all. Talk to you soon. Second row forward is more interesting. There's more to talk about in there. There's absolute bloody bargains galore in there, middies. Oh, middies central in the bloody second row. I'm going that this year. Anyway, that's the next podcast. But... Thanks for listening and love you all. Good night. Kick and chase by Mullins. Kick and chase again by Mullins. This will be a miracle.